my courageous beauties it's your girl crystal and welcome back to our courageous beauty podcast with another episode for wisdom wednesday so thank you for tuning in so listen let's jump right in okay so i got quite a few things to share with you um, in regards to some scriptures but the name of this topic is don't let your temper knock you off tempo Okay, so let's let's talk about that. Um, and I want to open up with Galatians 5, 25. It says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. There's the word temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Okay. So let's let's take a let's take a moment to 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 dissect this scripture. Because what we have to understand is that when we walk by the spirit of God and we no longer walk after our flesh. That means that we are no longer subject to the things of the flesh, but don't think that your flesh is not going to want what it wants. And you're not going to be buffeted by the enemy to um, different situations may arise where you won't get angry. Let's keep that in mind. But we do have an escape from the enemy's tactic. God will lift up a standard against the enemy, which is his word. His word is the standard. So I think that what we have to remember is that the more you're in the word, of course, the more challenges are going to come because you are accountable for what you know. And the enemy is going to try to challenge you more on what you know because he doesn't want you to know what you know. And he doesn't want you to have faith in God. But we have that peace um, as we should have that peace and we should be producing fruits of the spirit in, in, in the way that we walk and the way that we talk and the way that we interact with everybody. Right. And so the thing that we have to remember is that the uh, manifestation of where we are in the spirit realm of God will produce fruit and those fruits that it produces is love because God is love joy joy is that thing that you have the elatedness that you have that no matter what anything happens joy is from God and it's not happiness happiness is temporary joy is that thing that's just always there with you it's it's innate it's 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 a part of you and it's the word of God says the joy is is given you know it's given from God this joy that I have the world can't take it and they no one can take it away right peace the peace that surpasses all understanding you are at you are calm in your spirit and you don't even know why sometimes right it's, it's the spirit of god that gives us peace long suffering sometimes you have to suffer long in certain things certain things you may want to pass by you right you may want this situation to be over with but if we suffer long for christ we will gain our life in him and he doesn't necessarily want bad he doesn't want bad things to happen to us but sometimes things take time to to get through things take time to pass over right gentleness is that you know the calm and being sweet and being and being good and having faith and we get to temperance temperance is literally you're controlling your spirit to where how you react and respond to life to people to situations and circumstances 
it is it is managing your anger and your emotions that's temperance so what we have to do is we have to take our own temperature to see where we are are we too hot are we too cold in situations that could cause us to be angry and fall into sin the bible says in ephesians 4 26 be angry and sin not let not the sun go down upon your wrath so okay somebody made you upset right Talk to, talk to them, but maybe you need to walk away for a second so you can cool down so you are not saying things out of anger because you can't take back what you say. You can go and apologize, but you already unspoken out. You already unsaid it. And so you don't want to, uh, you know, say something where you hurt someone because our words have power. We have to be careful how we use our power. Our, our words can speak life and they can speak death. It would be that you speak life. So we have to make sure that we are, you know, managing our anger so that we don't fall into sin. It also says, don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. So that means agree with your their, their, your adversary quickly. If someone makes you mad or whatnot, and you know, you really care about this person or whatever, do all you can to make peace with that person before the new day comes. Don't, don't take that into a new day, right? Because old things have passed away and behold, all things are made new. But if I still have an alt against my brother, God's not going to bless me and able to use my gifts. He's not going to bless me in my situations and in my life if I'm holding anger and, and an alt and confusion, right? God is not the author of confusion, so we have to remember that. And 2 Peter 1, 6 says, And to know and to, to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness. So knowledge and temperance. So what you know and temperance. And when you are calm and you have that knowledge and you have patience, it's godliness, right? It's it's our character. It shows our character. A lot of times someone who is impatient, their temper is also an age. And when you know something, and it's an angry person that knows something, they it's corrupt power that can corrupt absolutely. You know, it's inevitable if you don't control your emotions. Now, God understands our emotions. He created them, and in fact, he has them too. But he doesn't sin. So Jesus was and is and will always be the example we should live by when it comes to controlling our anger. A man, a woman that cannot control his spirit, is like a city without walls. You don't have any covering around you. You don't have anything that is guarding you if you are so easy to fly off the handle. You wear your emotions on your sleeve and you have just now given the enemy power over your situation. It's going to be hard to reel yourself back in. Imagine a city without walls. There's no covering. There's there's no, no guards at the entry gate. The guards at the entry gate of your spirit is the word of God and the Holy Spirit. And so that's why we have to be careful that we are not unguarded in situations because the enemy can attack us when we are weak. But God says, when you're weak, I'll make you strong. But if you don't take on his strength because you're too busy dealing with anger, then you might get bamboozled. <laughs> let's keep that. Let's let's just keep it all the way real. So keep that in mind. If you cannot control your spirit, you're like a city without walls. Don't be without walls. Don't be without your covering. It's okay to be angry, but it's not okay to lash out on folks. Okay. Now people say, well, I'm just venting. Well, venting is different than having a heated fellowship and, or a discussion with someone that you have a disagreement with. It's okay to disagree. 
It's okay to have a heated discussion. It's okay to vent. Just as long as you're not throwing darts and bowls and it doesn't end up and you end up where you say something that you can't take back and you fell into sin because you used your words unjustly you spoke something over someone's life that wasn't right because you were angry vice versa someone did that to you and the thing about it is and, and I did not get this scripture down but you know it's it's not always easy I'm gonna be honest with you because we're human beings okay but we are to, if you kill someone with kindness, you heap coals of fire on their head. They're going to be so, they're going to be even more upset. Not that you want someone to be upset, but they're going to be so convicted and so upset that you were nice to them, even when they know they were being nasty and, and, and ugly towards you. And you get to walk away with your peace, knowing that you did what you were supposed to do to be a peacemaker in the situation, right? And, and and if that person hears God and has a heart, they'll come back and make it right with you, you know? And um, there's actually another situation where I didn't actually get the scripture for, but there's, uh, if you bid your peace to a city and your peace is not accepted, then you, t you, you turn around, you, t you wipe the dust off your, your feet and you take your peace and you move on. And, and so sometimes what, what that means is don't be looking for apologies all the time in order to allow that to help you release your anger. Don't look for an apology for someone who doesn't think that they're wrong. And so you can live with anger and resentment and hatred towards this person when you're supposed to be walking in love, even if they, even if, even if they never make it right with you, you make it right on your part so that you won't have that on your conscience, you know? Now, Romans 12, 18 does tell us. I'm going to read it in two, two uh, versions. And um, I'm going to read it in the uh, King James. It says, if it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. <laughs> so, so God even knows that it's hard to live peaceably with everyone. But the Berean Study Bible, it's a little bit more streamlined to just plain English, says, if it be possible on your part, live at peace with everyone. If it be possible. Now, if it's not possible, that's where you need to, I mean, you should be praying anyway, but that's where you need to remove yourself from the situation. It might not be resolvable right now, you know, because you, because, because I'm going to be honest with you, even if a person is wrong and you, and you think you're right, they're still feeling justified in their anger, just as you are. So it's okay to allow them to feel their emotion at that time. It's okay. You have to accept that sometimes people respond to situations with anger and that it's not okay for them to lash out at you, but it's okay for them to feel how they feel. And you have to allow them time to deal with how they feel and allow yourself time to deal with how you feel. And they have to allow you to deal with how you feel so that you can make peace, right? So the thing to keep in mind is that when we get to a point of anger, we feel there's no, you know, if you feel there's no return from, we need to, like I said before, remove ourselves from the situation to cool down and pray. Go and consult the father about the situation. Like, Lord, what do I do? You know? And it, and I will tell you, it would be foolish to say, be prayed up so you will never be angry. That's not realistic. 
that's not realistic at all. But it's never foolish to say, stay prayed up to be able to have Holy Ghost insight on how to handle your temper and have a spirit of temperance, especially when trials or situations arises. I found personally, <laughs> okay, I'm talking about this because I deal with this. Okay, I'm not talking about anything that I don't deal with. Okay, so I found that personally, oftentimes I'm not really angry, but the emotion that I might actually feel is that I'm hurt or I'm discouraged or I'm disappointed. So what I say to myself is like, look, I've said this before. I need to feel how I feel. Okay, I don't have to explain myself to anyone in this moment. I need to feel how I feel. Then I need to find out why I feel how I feel. What am I really feeling? What am I upset with or what if, what has hurt me? Let me deal with that emotion so that I can heal from it. And guess what? When you are when you are wrong, when I am wrong, I will go back and make, you know, peace. You have to. You have to repent. You have to apologize. You have to make it right. It is it's just it just is what it is. Forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for you. Because guess what? If you lay charge to someone and you don't forgive them for their stuff, God's not gonna forgive you for your stuff. And look, I got stuff and I wanna be forgiven. I don't know about you, <laughs> but I know I wanna be forgiven for my stuff. You know, like Lord, I repent, please forgive me in the name of Jesus, and then go lay your gifts down at the altar. That means it don't matter what title you got on your head or what kind of how fancy you think you are lay that down and go make it right eat some humble pie and make it right okay with your brother then you can pick your gift back up and guess what your gifts are going to work better now because you're not walking in unforgiveness you're not walking in condemnation or a conviction you're not walking and living in sin in that moment because you said something to your brother or your sister that you shouldn't have said, or you reacted a certain way that you shouldn't have reacted. You know, Jesus lays charge, not just to our words that we speak, but to our very thoughts as well. So it's the intent of our heart that, that can get us too to fall into sin. So that's why we have to be careful with how we, how we place our feelings. And so that's why I always say, feel deal and heal with that feeling as it comes deal with it as it comes don't try to throw it away and put it in the back of your mind because we may be misplacing our anger we 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 haven't been fair to ourselves sometimes because we have to actually discover how we really feel we and a lot of times we just run to anger because it's really easy to get mad and release thinking that it will make us feel better oh i'm gonna cuss you out and blah 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 okay but maybe for a second that might make you feel good right but because we are children of God and we walk by the spirit of God and not our flesh we will not be condemned or cut off from God but the Holy Spirit will allow conviction to rise up in us after you think you've blown off blowing off your little steam if you hear God you'll be able to allow yourself to receive peace from his word and eventually calm yourself down so don't let your temper knock you off the temple of God and rob you of your peace. And I want to leave you with Romans, Romans 12, 1 and 2. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. 
and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That is so beautiful to me because what it's saying is you checking your anger is your reasonable service. You apologizing and making it right is your reasonable service. Guess what? You accepting someone's apology. Ooh, that stings right there because sometimes you want to be mad. Let's be real. Somebody want to apologize? No, I don't really, I don't want to talk about it right now. You're wrong. Let them make their let them have an opportunity to make peace with you. You see what I'm saying? It, it the shoe when the shoe's on the other foot, you want someone to quickly apologize to you and make it right. Well, you have to accept it when someone comes to you to try to make it right. How about that? How about that? Right? So so what I'm saying to you is it says, I beseech you, meaning I urge you. I stress this point to you, brother and sister, by the mercies of God, meaning God is so merciful. We don't deserve the favor. We don't deserve his grace, the mercy that he gives to us. As I said before in another episode, that in the very moment that we sin, God is so merciful that he didn't strike us down right then and there, right in the middle of us committing our sin. He's so loving that he gives us an opportunity to make it right. So take on that opportunity to make it right with your brother or your sister your family or whoever, right? That you present your bodies a living sacrifice, meaning we die daily to our will in our way and we live in God's will in his way. We die daily to our flesh, to the things that we know, to the things we think we know, to who we think we are. And we and we become, we, we live a life of humility and that's how you become holy and acceptable unto God. And it's our reasonable our reasonable service, meaning if you do these things, you're not doing anything special. This is required of you. This is what you should do when you walk with God. And 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 also, being that it's our reasonable service, he's saying being not conformed to this world. So guess what? You got to come up out of the world thinking the world's concepts. Oh, I'm going to get you now, right? Oh, you're going to get God, right? Oh, eye for an eye type thing, right? Not saying that's not in the Bible, but when Jesus came to fulfill the word, he didn't come to change the law, but he came to fulfill it. That's why he judges the intent of our heart. That's why he think he judges what we even think in our minds, not just what we say or do, even what you think, even before you speak it. Because if you can get a thought and the enemy could pervert the thought, it can come and be a word and then a word can commence to action. And then now you've done committed sin or now you done moved out of the will of God. You don't let your temper move you out of the tempo of God. So we have to be, we have to be not conformed to this world. We have to allow our mind to be transformed we, uh, and, and be renewing, right? It says be transformed. So God wants us to be new creatures in Christ in him. How do you renew your mind? You read your, the scriptures every day because your blessings are new every morning. And so you now have a new day where you can renew your mind in the will of God by by continue to feed your spirit with the word and that's how you renew your mind because you're allowing the mind that was in Christ Jesus also be in you every time you read the word of God every time you pray every time you speak out of scripture out of your mouth you are hearing it because faith comes by hearing and that by the word of God so if you speak it and you hear it it can happen 
And that's why we have to be careful in our anger, what we say, because we don't want to be cussing somebody out. And I think I mentioned this before. A cuss word is different than a curse word. A cuss word is that, you know, MF, blah, 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 right? That's a cuss word. A curse word is wishing someone die. That is absolutely not acceptable right you don't that's 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 one of the worst things you can do is speak that over someone's life because our words have power and I cry for you that and I speak life in the name of Jesus even in demonstration right um and and the thing of it is the reason why we need to be renewed in our mind is that we may be may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God right if we are living our right our, our life like God wants us to then that proves that there's good in us that proves that God's will is good that it's acceptable and it's perfect there is no spot or blemish in God there is no wrinkle in God you understand what I'm saying so anyway I think that you guys get the point and I hope that this really helps you I hope that you've been filled up today and to know how to handle your temperance handle your your anger and um, don't forget to not don't don't misplace your anger and lash out on people figure out if you're really angry or if you just hurt and you're trying to and pride has has risen up if pride has risen up in your life and you can't deal with being hurt because you want to be macho or you want to feel like you're in control, you need to relinquish that and give it to God. You need to repent and ask God to help you with your emotions to allow you to be able to feel healed and deal with it. And so I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm going to say a quick prayer and we're going to head on out. Father God, we just come to you and we thank you so very much, God, for this word. We thank you for blessing us and helping us and keeping us and covering us. And I ask that you create in us a clean heart, oh God, that you renew a right spirit in us, Lord, that you help us to take your word and allow it to be digested in our mind and our spirits, Father God. Allow your will to be done in our life, oh God. We ask that you continue to allow our minds to be renewed by the washing of the word, Father. Every time we read your word, allow something new to transpire in us father god let rivers of living water flow up out of our bellies in the name of jesus oh god to give you glory we thank you for this word and i ask that you bless everyone that may listen that you cover them and heal their their bodies with divine healing in the name of jesus and i pray that you bless them that they won't be a city without walls father god that they can maintain their spirit and we dispatch the angels from the east the north the south and the west in jesus name amen thank you for tuning in i love you until next time bye